Welcome to Robertland, <laughs> your favorite not safe for work fast food comedy podcast. What is up, Roscoe Soul Train? Yo, Robert, how you doing, brother? Good, man. I, Sick. I, I, this is probably my favorite subject ever. Is it really? <laughs> Baby, dead? I'm a bit de- dead. The, shit, dead shit, dude. We're gonna talk all about another dead restaurant fast food. Not even just one. Two. We're talking about two. We're doing an echo. We're doing the Netherworld version, or what's the upside down version of uh, Del Taco and Taco Bell. Today we are doing Pup and Taco. Yeah. And Noggles. Noggles, yeah. I, I, I don't know how. If anybody's going to remember any of these things, someone, someone will. I had no idea what these things were until people clued me in. People I, that were in the know. Yeah, you got to be in a certain age bracket at this point to like have. Yeah, know what that is. To so, experience noggles and puppet taco. Yeah, and and I I'm so curious like what you've gathered because oh boy. they yeah like you said it's like the flip side of Taco Bell and, yeah. and Del Taco yeah. like, and we'll get to that yeah yeah but before yeah. we do any of that we got to get to my favorite segment your favorite segment theme park minute with fast Zach food Hill. Hill. oh my god fast <laughs> Hillman dude <laughs> Zach Savage Lamons it, it is from David Mashawati or uh, oh yeah yeah Fred Mashawati <laughs> Fred Mashawati yeah. yeah Fred this goes out to you Fred shout out to Fred but yeah, right Fred now we're going to uh, Fred's probably dead by now is he I don't know is he as old as Pup and Taco and Noggles he's old he was older dude dang yeah man whoa they're not that old snap man yeah yeah. Yeah. So was he like around, like you know, like when White Castle? Opened? He was around when Zach Hillman was conceived. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> speaking of Zach Hillman, we're gonna go to my favorite segment. Your favorite segment. A fast food minute with Zach Hillman. Enjoy. This is fast food minute with Zach Hillman. Customer David Shiding was powering his way through an Arby's chicken sandwich in 2005 when he found a juicy piece of human flesh. Apparently, a manager cut his thumb on the meat slicer and neglected to throw out the bin containing his parts. He got even more depressed when he was unable to hitchhike home that night. Shining sued the company for $50,000, claiming they had no right to serve me something that tastes so much better than their actual food. <laughs> Boy, that was so insightful and hilarious as wow. usual. Zach is great, dude. That was amazing. Yeah, Zach Attack, or as you said in a previous episode, Sack Attack. Sack Attack. Oh, yeah. you'd like you'd like a Sack, oh, yeah, attack, sack attack from, from Zach. Zach. Yeah, Zach, and this, the Hill Man. And he's he's got a child, so he definitely has some potent. Yeah, dude, he's uh, got some potent sack. Sack, yeah, yeah. to attack. Or he's got potent sacks. Yeah, I don't know if, if he might have two ball sacks just because he's so powerful and potent. Do you think there's like some German saxophone player that like plays has four balls? Yeah, yeah. yeah those you never four heard balls. of that guy? No, German sax four ball. You never? No, but, dude. Really, it's crazy. I, they always said like his name was two on the nose, two on the hammer. <laughs> I think he. Uh, I think that guy was in uh, a film I saw. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh no porno. shit. Yeah, dude, yeah, was yeah. it with uh, was it with Ramon? It wasn't with Ramon, our friend. <laughs> friend of the show. She was Ramon. But uh, speaking of uh, things from our past, from our culture. Speaking past, of hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fuck it, man. Let's just get right into this bitch. Let's do it. So this episode, Robert, we're talking about two two fast food joints from the from the uh, Southern California region of the United States of America, Pup and Taco and Noggles. Now, you've been to Noggles, correct? I haven't been to Noggles. I've been by Noggles. Oh, okay. But I've, I Noggles is the one I'd heard of before. Yeah, man. Because you one day you looked at me and you're all Noggles, and I was like, "What the fuck, the fuck is that?" <laughs> Sounds like a British uh, sex move. You right? did. You totally said that to me too. You're like Noggles. I, no idea. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm, yeah. What the fuck? 
Well, but now I do. Now I know a lot. Yeah. So, and, and you know more than I do at this point. So yeah, I want to hear all about. Well, uh, and, and we were, you know, like we said earlier in the in the beginning of this podcast, we were talking about how we did an episode about Del Taco and Taco Bell, which are also two California-based fast food chains. Pup and Taco and Noggles both got bought out by both Taco Bell and Del Taco. And there's weird other California-based fast food or, or re- fast casual restaurants that are going to be mentioned in this podcast that are kind of strange that I had no idea. In fact, I did a deep dive on both these places. I'm trying to stay away from Wikipedia just because it's just... The, I, I was finding myself just cutting, cutting and pasting things, and it, it just doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel right. I feel like I should do a better job of, of researching these places. So for the earlier episodes of the Robert Land podcast, I will go ahead and apologize for some of the... I mean, we don't ever get it right completely, but I apologize for some of the lack of research that I put into these things because I actually really do care, and I want them to be these podcasts to be as, as informative as possible. Now, granted, like I said earlier, I don't get everything right all the time. I fuck things up, but... I want to give you guys some context of why these things are so cool and why we actually care. And, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's fun. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. very fun to, to dig up this stuff. History is interesting. Yeah, it is. And, and we're digging it up because they're dead. Yeah. Uh, so let's just start with Pup and Taco. All right. So Russ Wendell, a donut equipment salesman, got into the restaurant business by opening up a chain of 10 donut shops in Southern California called Giant Donut. If you know what Giant Donut is, or if, you're, if you don't know what it is, you guys know about the donut shop next to LAX. What's that called? Randy's. Randy's. So Randy's took over for the Giant Donuts. Not all the Giant Donuts, but that Giant Donut was originally owned by Russ Wendell, who started Pup and Taco. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Holy so, shit. A, at first, during the 50s, he wanted to do a Giant Taco, so he started experimenting with hot dogs and, and tacos in 1956. Uh, he opened up a drive-in restaurant that served both of these items. Uh, and I couldn't really find out what the name of that first restaurant was, uh, but regardless, the first officially branded Pup and Taco was opened in Pasadena in 1965. Dang. So it's not crazy old when compared to like a lot of the other fast food restaurants in this area, but still, 65 is when it started. Um, the menu consisted of tacos, tostadas, pastrami sandwiches, burgers, several varieties of hot dogs and french fries. Their Whoa. beverages included it. Sodas and a variety of flavored slushies. At their peak, they had over 100 stores across Southern California, Albuquerque, and Denver. And apparently, I found a couple of message boards and things where fans of Pupping Taco were going to, like, say shit. And apparently, like, their slushies were super bomb. They had, like, cher- like you know, like cherry and, and grape and things like that. But yeah. they had a specific machine that was just slushies. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I mean, just what you said right now is like kind of an amazing variety of stuff. It's so Southern Pastrami, California. Pastrami uh, tacos. It's it's just think that. about how many like restaurants around here just kind of copied that. How many times you see on an on a old A-frame building around here, it says Pastrami tacos. Oh, there's, there's countless. Countless, there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. It's like the best thing about L.A. Yeah. You can get a Pastrami taco. Pastrami sandwich taco. and a pastrami taco. Yeah, you can get a pastrami taco. Those are good. I've seen Chinese good, food, dude. donuts, and cheeseburgers in the same place. I mean, there's a there's a Chinese food restaurant down the street here called uh, OK Chinese Food. Uh, it's that's great, pretty dude. amazing. It's fucking tongue awesome. in cheek. So if it's better, then you're like, whoa, it's not okay. It's good. Yeah. I had a friend of mine up north was like, oh, yeah, I was in your neighborhood. I was like, oh, shit, what'd you do? He's like, we went to OK Chinese food. I was like, why in the fuck would, out of all the places you would go in Eagle Rock, like, why would you go to OK Chinese food? He's like, it's funny. I'm like, all right, it is funny. Um, okay, so 
as far as as far as Puppet Taco goes, Johnny Carson used to make jokes about it all the time uh, during his monologues for years. Oh, Puppet Taco. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Uh, Chevy Chase and Fletch mentions Puppet Taco to a Hispanic maid mocking her Spanish, and he says something like, Buenos dias, Puppet Taco. Oh, my <laughs> like, gosh. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, and also, in the, uh, I didn't see this movie, but in the 2010 movie, The Runaways, the movie about Joan Jett. Yeah, yeah. Band, um, there's a there's a scene where Dakota Fanning's character mentions that she doesn't want to keep she doesn't want to run or doesn't want to work at uh, Pup and Fries her entire life and it shows an old Pup and Taco but it's called Pup and Fries same colors same everything whoa yeah yeah so that's that's pretty cool um, so it, it was a Pup and Taco was a largely a, it was a family run business with uh, Russ's brother Russ's son and some of the grandchildren worked to the chain uh, all the way to the end. Uh, he opened 99 stores, and they were or, well. He opened over 100 stores, but 99 of them were bought by Taco Bell in '84. Um, effectively, it just ended the history of the chain. So operations in Albuquerque, uh, uh, operations in Albuquerque were not included in the deal, and the two existed till about 2011 as Pop and Taco. Um, it's weird how like Taco Bell bought Pop and Taco, considering that Glenn Bell was instrumental in. Opening up Wiener Schnitzel, that's strange. Yeah, yeah. but they—I mean—they closed them right away. They just bought them for the real estate. So they didn't really. Weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird how like there's like a, like there's all all these people are kind of like they all knew each other. Not all of them, but a lot of them. There's like weird crossovers. Um, so I found this great website that's run by the great the grandson of Russ, the the founder of Pub and Taco. I really couldn't find a ton of stuff other than like this. Like super, like positive, um, like just everywhere I would look was just reviews of Pup and Taco and how great they were, and how people wanted recipes and I, I couldn't find like much history or anything really about like that went too deep. Um, it just seemed like for everybody, I'm sure there's people that weren't, but I'm sure for every, it just seems like for everybody it was a really positive working experience. Um, but I found this post that I wanted to read. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, this guy Stephen Fer. Farasioli, Farasioli. Uh, probably butchered that, but what are you gonna do? Uh, I used to work at Puppet. I used to work at Pup and Taco number sixty-seven in, Nor- in North Long Beach from September nineteen seventy-four until February nineteen seventy-eight. It was my first job when I was fifteen and a half years old. I have some great memories, and I remember a lot of the terminology like scrubbing the red. That means you had to go outside and scrub the red concrete patios before clo- closing. Beating the meat. Uh, a ground beef can in long oh ground beef came in long tubes and it had to be mashed with a two foot long masher uh studying the steam table the steam table was the most important position because it set the pace and you had to be good to work there drop 10 cook 10 pounds of ground beef and they referred to all their late night customers as stoners really that's like backstage terminology yeah beating the meat uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it says I remember Russ, your dad, because it's the I guess it's the it's the son of the guy who runs Pub and Taco or who ran Pub and Taco. I remember Russ, your dad, and your uncle. My sister also worked there. They had a good assembly line type process. I true, it truly was fast food made to order. We were proud of consistently keeping our four orders on the boards at all times and cranking cars through every twenty to thirty seconds. I learned my first rule of business at P and T which was never to make anyone wait to give you their money. So there Whoa. you go. Yeah. They, so they had, a, they had a good, what, 15, 20 years maybe? 
It was uh, 72, or what was it, 65? 65. Well, it, I mean, it says what, 60, yeah, 65 to 84. That's a pretty so, good chunk of having all those restaurants. Yeah, it was over 100 restaurants. Yeah. So that's, I, I would say that's a pretty good run. Yeah. It's a nice little boop, 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 boop. I wonder, like, because it was in the zeitgeist, and some, like, most people we know, I mean, us included, wouldn't know what the fuck it is, and I think I it's no just... So and yeah, wow. So they they uh, that menu is gnarly too. Do, do you know if there was so any LA. change? I know it's sparse the information that you have, but do you think there was a lot of menu change throughout that, or do you think nope. it was? Do you think having that much stuff is what like kind of? Because I feel like a lot of fast food places start off really basic and then expand. I, I'm sure that there was a lot of like. I mean, you, like, you go to a lot of these places now and they'll have like the pastrami burger, or I, so I'm sure there was like. All these men. There were so many menu items that used the same core ingredients. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I know that, like, with in the in the in like in the world of del or novels, um, there was a well. We'll get into it, but yeah, there was yeah. a dual kitchen oh, where whoa. there was the Spanish side and then there was the the American side. Oh. And really, all it was is they were pulling from the same ingredients, but they were just using things like different things like buns or taco shells, like depending on what side you were on. So. Um, that was like something that Dick Noggle was big into was like going there. But we'll talk about Noggles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pup and Taco just seems like everybody really loved it. There's nothing like too, there's no like weird scandals, no like odd shit. It just seemed like a very pleasant experience. It's strange. Yeah. Because no. normally when we look these places up, there's like some fucking skeletons yeah, that yeah. you'll find. Yeah, like you they know? were on Epstein Island or something. Something weird. Yeah, like <laughs> something. Or, or just like it's like rooted in weirdness. There's a lot of places just rooted in fucking weirdness. But for whatever reason, Pup and Taco, kind of like the hat. The hat just seems like it runs as like this, oh yeah, it's like our family did it and like we bought it at this point in time and we've been doing it ever since and we really enjoy it. It's it's kind of seems like the same kind of thing with Pup and Taco. They just got bought out by Taco Bell is the only difference. That's crazy because I feel like they were doing it right then. If they had that much, you know what I mean? Like they, even though they sold it, it felt like they were running it well. Sure. Until it was well, sold. Well, also like you got to think like a lot of these people just want to retire or they they get to a certain point where it's like your business model is to sell your business. I I was just talking about this with my dad because my you know my dad is. Is getting older, and there's a lot of places that we've grown up going to. And one of uh, Donahue's, mm, yeah, um, chicken. that chicken place mm -hmm. in Pomona has been there a long time. I remember yeah. I went there ten years ago. The 90 year old man that was working it, he uh, he was the, that's the family that owned it forever. He's using like a typewriter, right. like a type. Uh, yeah, uh, fuck it. Yeah, cashier. You know, he had all this old school stuff, but they just sold that to another family. And you think about it, and it's like his kids didn't really want to run a business. Well, you forget that that it could just happen that way. I mean, you know the thing I mean? is though, is like running a business like that, you gotta you you're gonna be there from anywhere from 12 to 20 hours a, a day. Yeah, to, to make it run correctly, so it's that's a tall order for, and especially that if you've grown up in that environment, a lot of times you just don't want to take over your family's business. Yes, and these you are know? circumstances like I forget you could forget sometimes because you're like, wait, why isn't this a thing anymore? And you're like, oh yeah, there's just, you know, maybe that's not in the future for that family. But if it sells right? to the right person, it's going to run the same way. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, like so, a, a lot of times, like places will just sell to the next generation. The Hat, for instance, going right back to that. Yeah. Like, that was not the original owners. They bought it in what eighty two or something. Yeah. And you, when you listen to those people talk about the Hat, because it's a family. They talk about it like they, they they came up with everything. True, yeah. But 
I maybe the hat wouldn't be around if it was run by somebody else. It's really hard to say. Yeah. Or Tommy's. Yeah. Which Tommy should be shut down. <laughs> be honest speak, speak of the devil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I took a picture of this Tommy sign that's on your way to the Oinkster. Uh-huh. This giant Tommy's billboard. And it's like yeah. Tommy's does breakfast. Oh. It's the nastiest sign ever. It sticks out like yeah, a sore thumb. Yeah, it looked like the breakfast I shat out this morning, I'm Did sure. It? Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, Thomas yeah, does look like fucking shit. It does, it does. And they've kind of, it's a little perverse it. the way yeah. they play into it, right? Yeah, they totally do. <laughs> All the, like, Taco Bell does the same shit. Well, they used to do the same shit. They would, like, yeah. play into the shit. Like the stuff. Carl's Jr. porno ads, where it's right. like, if it's not in your fucking face, then yeah. it's in your pussy. Yeah, but, like, and it's, it's funny how, <laughs> yeah, that was like a. It, and at the time, like you were watching it, and you're like, you know, this is gratuitous, and you know, this is like super sexist and like exploited. Like it's it's exploitive, um, but it was also like a like it was done in a way that was like it was so over the top that it was tongue in cheek. That's true. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. Whereas yeah. like another episode that we're gonna cover in the in the future here, uh-huh. just doubled down oh. on their uh, oh. <laughs> exploitive. Oh, exploitive no. nature and so <laughs> not not dick dick noggles no we're no, not talking no, about no. dick noggles no so D- dick did not double down on any dick <laughs> dick was a serious man dick noggle is definitely like a british porn star it has to be no dick noggles the guy who started noggles i know but it sounds like no you know noggles well you know what f- f- weirdly enough he spent a lot of time in europe so really? Maybe he was a British porn star. Wow, maybe. Named you Dick know? Noggle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then he decided he wanted a different, it changed up his life. You yeah. Know? Maybe he, it was his yeah. family business. He before. gave birth to Ramon, and then he just decided <laughs> this is time to move forward. Yeah, he's forward. created a, 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 a monster. Beast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not even a monster. Shouldn't call Ramon friend of the show a monster. Well, he was in Monster Cox, so yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, anyways, so about one Pup through and, eight. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? So, Pub and Taco just was bought out. Pup and Taco was bought out. That was it. Say la vie. They should totally bring it back. From the shit that I read on, about Pup and Taco, they should absolutely open up like three locations. You know, we, they would we, do so good. You do a great job with with bringing all this information up. And I was thinking about this. Uh, what was the logo to Pup and Taco to describe to it the was listeners? A, it was two giant hairy balls. <laughs> no, but seriously, is it wasn't it like a hot dog or what? It, it was a it was a hot dog and a taco. It was an anthropomorphic okay. hot dog and a taco. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's... Taco, pup. and there's this commercial where it's like a tr- little choo choo train. It's like pup and taco, pup and taco. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and the, yeah, those those their mascot was those two critters, and they would do the commercials. There's there's a few pup and taco commercials out there. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, animated. yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean the fact that they just show the the hot dog in the shell. Yeah, man, it was very they sexual, it, you know. But oh yeah, for yeah, sure. <laughs> they made a freak baby. Fuck you know? it. But I I think that pup and taco would do really well. They should. So whoever has the trademark to that should totally team up with some investors and open up a open up a location like in, in Pasadena somewhere. Yeah, that would, it would do. It would do really good. Yeah. I'm very excited for the next uh, establishment yeah, because noggles. yeah, there's yeah. So Noggles, so, holy smokes! Moving forward to Noggles. All right, so there's a lot. There was a lot more on Noggles. In fact, I I did a, a really um, Dick Noggles a pretty fascinating character, and he was an absolute character from what I've kind of come to read. <laughs> he he was a, a fucking hard ass. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I kind of love him. I really do. He seems awesome in his own weird way. Okay, so I got a lot of history on Noggles. Let's just go ahead and start this off. So Dick Noggle, the founder of Noggles, got his start setting up food service, prep, and delivery for the Army and Air Force for 20 years in Europe. 
And uh, before moving back to the States, uh, he, oh no, after moving back to the States, he continued his job doing all that food prep and, and food service for the military. And he set him up uh, on military bases in 11 states. Uh, he met a dude and started a restaurant called Del Panther in Corona. He took everything he learned from that uh, Del Panther and he, he turned that place into an absolute powerhouse. I guess he did like, he, it was a drive, a drive up and he made, it used to stretch out onto the freeway, but he figured out a way to get everything going like super awesome. Well, um, there was a, a couple of dudes um, who uh, <laughs> were watching him. Uh, it was the creators <laughs> of Del Taco. Oh, so wow. yeah, yeah. Ed, Ed, and I can't remember the other guy's name, but they don't fuck them. Uh, Del Taco, um, they really wanted him in there, so they got Dick Noggle into the fold. Uh, at Del Taco, he developed the dual kitchen concepts, uh, the concept and systems for Del Taco. Uh, they called it Ready Food Systems. Uh, they they made that food systems uh, business to basically franchise out Del Tacos. Uh, he. Very soon after, dipped out of Del Taco in 1970 because of disagreements with the owners. Uh, Dick really knew exactly what he wanted to do and exactly how he was going to do it. Like, Dick was fucking determined, and he spent a lot of his life doing it for the military. So he, as he got older, really was like, okay, I got this all figured out. It took him a while, but he he made it happen. Um so when he got bought out by the by the Del Taco bros, um, he took that money and he put it into his own spot on the corner of 14th and Brogdon in Riverside. Uh, that first location of Noggles, it had been a bunch of different restaurants uh, before Dick took over that lot. And I guess everybody thought it was going to be a huge failure. Uh, Dick did not give a fuck and he was super determined to prove everybody wrong. Uh, even though the location had a hospital and a college close by, it was strangely remote. And he had this big, like, hope and idea that people were going to come up on horseback. Because in yeah. Riverside, there's a lot of... Yeah. It's desert. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I guess it was also connected to some, like, horse ranches and shit. Uh. So he saw it as this place where it was like, oh, yeah, it would be like... There's, like, cars coming in and, and people coming in and out. And there's going to be horses. Yeah, wow. Uh, so he had... He, I guess he had, during the construction of this restaurant, apparently he had his hands in everything. I guess, like, when they were doing construction, he would, like, put a hard hat on and, like, jump into the construction process. Um, if he didn't like what was going on, he would tell you straight up. I guess after the restaurant opened, like, every single ingredient, every single day, he would taste. He was, like, instrumental with, like... Like, we, he, he knew everything he wanted to do, whether it be, like... Replacing the the microphones they used to like ev just everything every little minutia of the business Dick knew exactly how to implement it and was very very strict uh, He had three principles Noggle's motto was prepare fresh food fresh food serve customers fast and keep the place clean and that Was printed with a little picture of Dick Noggle on every receipt <laughs> So he was into it uh, he was obsessed with time and motion, and he would, <laughs> between 11 and 2, Dick would study customers in his restaurant every day. He uh, sounds like just such a, his, his brain was crazy, it was, it was on, it was on Mach fire. 10, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. he was just all, like, yeah, that's oh, brilliant. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he knew, and I think that 
in a lot of respects, probably Del Taco was his proving ground to see what was going to work. And I think that Ed wanted to change up different menus and do different menus for different cities. And and uh, Dick Noggle was like, you can't fucking do that. It's not going to work. We have to keep everything super standardized. Yeah. And so that way, if anything changes, from, we have to. And they were not feeling it at all. Which Del Taco menus are pretty, they're very standardized except for two of the locations. Um, but wow. yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, people credit Noggles with perfecting the drive through. He was putting through three cars a minute. And it was because of the way he would train customers. So Whoa. he would jump. There was a two way, like there's a two speaker thing. So I don't know if anybody, if anybody has worked drive through, if you haven't worked drive through, there's these machines that you use. You press down the button and you speak through the microphone that you have on your face. So Dick had his own fucking button that if he didn't like the way, if people shut off their engines, if people like were fucking off in the drive-in, like he was, he would get pissed. And he would tell them like, have your money ready and don't turn off your car. And he would give people food, but tell them like, next time you come through my drive-thru, do not fucking do this. And wow. he kind of trained the customers to <laughs> obey by his rules. Yes, my, my ADD brain... <laughs> Wants to go to a joke, but I don't know. Because uh, you're talking about you know them fucking off in the cars, like. And he said he's very like he he wants to be involved in everything. Yeah, he would just like if him. if there's a couple he's like a having sex, he just comes in. and He's yeah, like, he let me just, show you how to do it. No, no, he just grabs balls and lets <laughs> balls just from behind. He's a behind guy. He's <laughs> going from behind. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very. He had a very unorthodox process. Okay, let's, just, yeah. let's just say, man. So, but he sounds so cool, like so invested. Oh know? yeah, he was yeah. fucking there, and he was doing weird hiring practices too. Uh huh. Um, not like racist shit. He was doing. He would only. He was expanding in places that normal p people would not expand into, because he knew that there was like a bunch of military vets that were all retiring mm. that lived in places like Yermo or Hesperia. You know, because there's a big military base out in the Mojave. Yeah. So there's all these military vets that are coming out and they're looking for jobs. So he knew that if he was hiring, uh, you know, ex ex military, that they would be super used to systems. And gotcha. so, so Whoa. he would put he would he'd open up in these areas specifically, so he could have managers that understood structure and time and and all that shit. And uh, even with like the kids that applied he would do things like uh if a kid like handed in an application he would throw it in the garbage and if they came back and asked about it then he would give them another one and he'd throw that one in the garbage but they came back a third time then he would interview them just because he wanted to make sure that anybody that worked there was going to stick with him long term he wanted people there for like 10 15 20 years and he wanted to make sure that everybody that was hired was the right person for the team and just kind of did a lot of vetting to weed out any bullshit. That's so cool that he, God, it's just I'm very fascinated with where it's gonna go because someone that th is that involved in it, how does it just go away? It's well, got, it, it it didn't necessarily just go away. He he was the thing was about Dick is that he was getting up there in age when he uh, opened up yeah. when he opened up uh, Noggles. Yeah, okay. Um, so he was kind of an elder, not elderly guy, but he was definitely getting older. Yeah. Um. But he was moving super fast. So uh, over nine years, he opened up almost 200 stores. Damn. So it's a pretty good rate of, of uh, expansion there. Um, one of the loyal customers was a dude named Harold Butler. Um, Harold used to roll through in his limo through the drive-thru 
and asked to talk to the owner, Dick would literally tell him to fuck off. He would sit, tell him, like, get the fuck out of my drive-thru. Don't take your fucking limo through here. <laughs> Wait, You're pulling hold the fucking line. Get the fuck out of here. L- told him to fuck off. Uh, eventually, after this dude, Harold, coming through the line in his limo so many times, Dick finally hopped in the limo. It was the, it was the bang bus. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so, uh, so this guy, Harold, was the founder of Denny's. Whoa. So the Denny's dude just rolled in a... Uh, an obnoxious limo yep. all the time. So he was a neighbor of the restaurant that Dick was always at. He he had a place around the corner, oh. and he saw what was going over on over there, and he saw the potential of what Noggles could be. Um, he uh, he basically seduced Dick into selling the restaurant to him. He wined Whoa. him and he dined him, and he kind of like filled filled his head with whatever he wanted to uh, whatever he wanted him to believe. Uh, and in 1979, Harold Butler, the founder of Denny's, bought. The 200 stores for, get this, $250,000 in 1979 for 200 stores. $250,000. Not million, not not two two million five hundred. Nothing. 250000 yeah. a, a quarter of a million dollars. Uh, but Dick Noggle didn't give a fuck about the money. It, it wasn't about that at all. For him, uh, Dick wanted to be viewed as kind of like the Dave Thomas type of founder. Mm. Um, he wanted to have the recognition for creating the concept of Noggles, and he knew at his age that he was not going to be able to to keep this thing going like he wanted to. And mm. he knew that the guy that would be able to bring Noggles to where he Dick wanted it to be was Harold Butler. Um, as far as him becoming that Dave Thomas type of character, after. After they were, after he sold, after he bought the company, it didn't really happen. Um, but Butler built another 275 restaurants in five years. Damn, yeah. dude! Wow. So at this point, they had they had stores operating in Southern California, Nevada, Utah, St. Louis, Orlando, and Chicago. Um, Butler then in '84 sold the company to uh, a chain of or a company called I can't remember the name of the company, but. They basically operated Sizzlers and KFCs. Um, that company held on to it for only a couple of years and flipped it to a guy named Anwar Soliman. Uh, Soliman was also, at the same time, buying Del Taco. Uh, yeah. Over the next seven years, Soliman and Del Taco either converted or sold all the Noggles locations, with the last Noggles closing in Carson City in 1995. So slowly, they just converted him to Del Taco or sold him off to, to another company. And the parallel of Del Taco and Noggles is kind of a trip, huh? Yeah, because he started off with Del Taco. Yeah. Del Taco got bought and sold. And then eventually, that dude bought them both. Wow. And then fucking, yeah, just rolled them all into Del Tacos. Damn. I guess he thought that Del Taco was more marketable. I guess it, it kind of is, you know? Because it just seems like more like, even though it's not, like... All, more authentic Mexican food, mm. whereas the name Noggles doesn't scream tacos. No, so, it sounds like a Harry Potter thing. Pretty yeah, much, but, yeah. But it's a cool name. Yeah. Uh, so, Dick Noggle died in his adopted hometown of Riverside in 1998, um, three years before he saw all of his restaurants just go away. Um, it says here he was married seven times, but we all know that Dick Noggle's first love was... His restaurant. Whoa, yeah. dude, beautiful man. I, that's that's <laughs> a crazy story, dude. Yeah, yeah. And you don't hear like 
the, his story. Dick Noggle was something else. There's a book about him. Really? Yeah, and I guess the book is pretty detailed, and he he, he kind of goes into how hardcore of a dude his grandfather actually was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is it? Is it Noggle? Somebody laughing. It's weird. It sounds like it's right there. It's somebody is outside. Creepy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is that the ghost that of uh, Dick Noggle? Yeah. Or is that Ramon out there? It's Ramon. Yeah. yeah. Is he showing someone something? Yeah. He, is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. he, he got out of the limo okay. with with Harold. Dude. So okay. Uh, don't mind. It's Halloween, Denny's, guys. Dude. There's fucking yeah. Denny's. What the fuck? I I did not know that happened. So at all. Den- I love how like in the since we've done fast food. There's Den- been a dude, lot of parallels. Yeah, there's a lot of parallels, and fucking, we ain't done with Denny's, dude. Denny's gonna is gonna come up in another episode in the Dead series. And Denny's has come up a few times. We did yeah. Denny's. Yeah. yeah, that's so weird, dude. Yeah, yeah. Denny's comes up again. Noggles and Denny's yeah. had a tie-in. Yeah, they but did. But it's a very fascinating. Both of those stories are very interesting because it's not like they were like really rocky. Like. No. They both had the trajectory to be these great things. Yeah. And they they were for when they were around. Totally. I feel like if there if the if somebody would have taken over Pup and Taco and they wouldn't have sold the Taco Bell, if somebody that actually wanted to continue that chain, I feel like there'd still be, you know, forty or fifty Pup and Tacos. It would be like a weird little chain that you'd be like, Oh yeah. There like yeah. Foster's, you know, like Foster's is now kind of like there's only sixty left. Yeah. But it's like this weird little chain that exists. It's I feel like strange, Pup and Taco would be the same way. Yeah, it's an there's an alternate universe mm-hmm. where those things st- exist alongside KFC and right, all those right. things. The yeah. Colonel, yeah, and Taco Bell. Man, and, I cannot fucking wait for this next the next episode that we're gonna do <laughs> next week. Oh boy, yeah, guys, it's a, no, it's a butthole clencher. Uh, but I, I've been very uh, excited about this, brother. We ain't even done. Yes, yeah, so Noggles, what, man. Yes, yeah, so yes, that's what, that's not, what I was getting done. at. There's so more to the story. No, yeah, totally. There was. So, in August 2006, there was a food blogger named Christian Zybarth, and he made a post in remembrance of Noggles. Apparently, there was such an outpouring of support and admiration for Noggles that he looked in to see what the copyrights were looking like. Well, Del Taco wasn't, they weren't going to renew any of the copyrights for Noggles. So... This dude, along with another guy named Josh Maxwell and Dan Dvorak, they opened up three Noggles restaurants using basically the same menu and the same recipes as the original Noggles. Yeah, and I remember hearing about this. This was the yes. first time I heard about Noggles. is on the news. Was When was that? I think it was 2015 is when they first yeah, opened up. It was, yeah, but so the guy who posted it, you think that that had anything to do with the He's the president of the company. Wow. So okay, now yeah. the Noggles company is is the president of the company is that guy. Yeah. Um that's so cool. Christian, yeah. That's so cool, yeah, man. Yeah, so now he's the head of Noggles. Robert Land Pup and Taco, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, we need we, uh, Dude, the, that'd be so sick. The Ramon special. Exactly, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, um no, that's really crazy, man. That's so cool. So where are the locations now? So the 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 locations are in Huntington Beach, Fountain Valley, and Stanton. We're all dude, or I mean, we've been they, in those areas a lot. They look sick too, dude. We mean you need to go, we and we to. should do a video of Noggles. Oh yeah, and uh, Hans. Yeah, we'll do we'll do Hans. They're for in sure. they're in Huntington but Beach, we, right? We gotta do yeah, they are. Um, but we also have to go to um, oh fuck, we have to find an old pup and taco 
Because they had a specific A-frame building oh, to them. Oh, so you can identify the Taco Bells that used to be pumping tacos. Well, they uh, most of them are, are, are have been demolished. So where there's oh. Taco Bells, those have been demolished. But where they didn't build Taco Bells, oh. some of those places continued on. I think there was one, I can't remember what city, but it was called like Getting High on Thai. It was like a high. It was a it was a Thai food restaurant, or eating high. Yeah, eating high on with Thai or something like that. But it was a Thai food restaurant that op- operated an old pup and taco building, and I don't know what if it's still there now. But there's got to be an old pup and taco restaurant with that A-frame somewhere, because you see a lot of those old '50s diners still up in around LA. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting to find. Fuck yeah, it would be. That'd but be we have so cool. we have to go to a Noggles. It's it's. That was like us going to like you know Mayan ruins or like totally. We want to seek out the uh, pup and taco temple. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. I'm all about that. That's so yeah. cool. And noggles, we gotta and, go. We yeah, have to noggles. Go to noggles. It looks great yeah. too. They got ice cream there too. Do they? They got shakes and shit. Oh, dude, why don't they have that more at Mexican food places? Like I don't know, ice man. Cream? Yeah, there's a fried ice cream I've had at a Mexican food place. And it was like the best thing ever. Where they put it in like a flour tortilla and roll in cinnamon sugar. Yes. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, I haven't had that in a long time. But yeah, pub and taco noggles. Holy mm-hmm. smokes, what stories, dude! Someone Holy should totally shit. open up a pub and taco though. That would be so sick. Yeah, I'm I'm so down, dude. Uh, I uh, that was my penis, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah no, no, that was uh, Ramon. He's I was thinking that when I saw that noggles was open. Their their branding is so clean and their restaurants look so cool. Uh, I was thinking that it was owned by Del Taco still, and they were just experimenting with the name and doing like three Noggles locations for some reason. Yeah, like a w- but it, that wasn't the case at all. It was a it was, and I guess that Del Taco actually they just fucked up and forgot. Apparently, did they try to do anything to them? They tried to. They, tr- I, they it went to court. Um, I didn't look too further into the court case because sometimes when you open up court documents. Um, they're just they're worded strange, and I I had it's so like much, old English or something. Yeah, I, I, they're kind of man. I, I had so much ground to cover with Sambo's and with the with finding more history on Pub and Taco because it was so hard to track down their history, and I I try to utilize a lot of like old blogs and stuff from like Web point like one Yeah, and there's some good stuff out there, and that's where I'm finding like the best information. I mean, um, dude, this the, the, they have such wild stories, those yeah. two places. Well, I was lucky, too, to find a... And I pulled a lot of the information of Noggles from a um, an interview that was done with the grandson of, 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 Dick. of Dick. Yeah, and he had really cool like stories about his grandfather. And he censored himself pretty well on there, so he couldn't really say a lot of shit on there. But um, it was really, really informative about Dick Noggle and how, how hardcore he was. So th- we right now, Noggles. You can go to a Noggles. You can go to and, a Noggles. Yeah. Wow. One of three locations, and it's basically the same as what it once was, which is so fucking cool. So we, we can we can go have what Dick Noggle made. Yeah, I th- that's and I, crazy. And it's funny to s- how it. It's sad that it completely died before he did. Yeah, he didn't get to see the resurgence of the. No, uh, no, and like or or just like it hanging on. You know, even if yeah. I feel like even if there was like. Seven or eight or ten noggles still around that you know somebody was keeping, Up, you know, around. Right, yeah, like the hat again. I mean, just like it would be so cool to see your like little baby just still flourishing. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you'll find old taco places just like noggles, um, just around in in 
in both LA County and Orange County and Riverside County, Ventura County, you'll find these places like Taco Treat. Uh, that's outside of Anaheim. I can't remember exactly what city it's in, but that's like one of those places that just served that classic Taco Bell hard shell taco that with the beef and the cheese and all smashed in there. Yeah. But yeah, man, we have to go there. We have to go to Noggles. Yeah, we do, man. Yeah, sure. this has been I'm glad that amazing. You, I'm glad that you mentioned Noggles. Yeah. And I'm also glad that my client Adrian mentioned Pup and Taco because yes. he was the one that told me to do Pup and Taco a long time ago. I yeah. Mean, I think I was... I think that we were kind of playing with the idea of doing fast food joints. Yeah. And I rolled it by Adrian because Adrian's one of the most brilliant people that I've ever met. Um, and he was like, Pup and Taco. He, that was like one of the first things that I wrote down was Pup and Taco because I had never fucking heard of it. And he was like, oh, they were everywhere. So I wonder if there was a bunch where you where you grew up, like up north. I there was if, none. Oh, they never got up no, there? Man. What about Noggles? No. Noggles is all like... No, not that I knew of. I mean, I was I was an 82 birthday. Yeah. So Noggles was basically on their way down in 84. So I don't remember... Yeah, you know, like, there was one. No, in my hometown or in my county, there was A&W... Like the ones that are gone, um, A&W, which actually moved across the street over into the KFC and all that shit. There was a... Sorry. There was an A&W. There was a Sonic drive-in. There was. You guys uh, had a Sonic. We had a Sonic, yeah. There, there was Dude, Sonic. that was probably before a lot of people. It was, in yeah, California. it was the only one. Yeah, yeah, that's. I didn't even. That's crazy. Yeah, there was a Jack in the Crack. Um, obviously, Burger King, McDonald's, KFC. There was a Long John Silver's. Yeah. That Long John Silver's when they merged into Yum Brands. That Long John Silver's got bought. Uh, that got demolished and turned into a Taco Bell. That was that was modeled to look like some of the mission style buildings. In that little area, so that Taco Bell is actually a really cool looking Taco Bell. Oh, wow. It doesn't look like your new ones that are just like standard brown and beige. I mean, yeah. it is brown and beige, but it's done with the Spanish style roofs and like the cool little uh, Spanish architecture. That's so cool. Um, but uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Too oh yeah, the, the, but there was no Noggles, nothing like that. Ah oh, man, yeah. Oh, there was a Foster's yeah. in my hometown. Foster's was good. The Foster's are cool. Yeah, dude. Just these. The, it, it's it's. It's so cool, man, that we uh, we we we're doing this, and I, yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm. This has been such a cool episode. I've. It's just all that stuff is. Yeah, man. Uh, real, real neato, man. But yeah. I'm, I'm gl- excited for us to go to Noggles, and yeah, if you guys are you know inspired, oh, yeah. check it out. Well, no, go before we Noggles. do that, this is a versus episode. So oh. knowing what we know about Pup and Taco, and knowing what we know about Noggles and what they served, Robert, where would you go? Like out of the the two that you told me, pub and taco or noggles, where would you go? I think noggles. What would you rather have noggles? noggles because of the like his story and his like drive? Sure, like is interesting. Yeah, you know what I mean, to where I'm like, oh, like he seemed really particular and had a vision. Right, you know what I mean. Pub and taco as well, though. Pub and taco too, because they had pastrami. I want to try the pastrami. You know yeah, what I, mean? I would. I would say I would say pub and taco for me specifically because from what. Everything that I read about Pup and Taco, it it was weird, man. There was like this super warm feeling with all of the things that I read about it. It was oh. very very strange. Yeah. The, and the, there was a one website I, I can actually, if you're curious about to see and read more about um, Pup and Taco. B u t t m a c. Yeah. <laughs> Butt machine. Yeah. Boys. It's uh, RogerWendell.com, and Wendell is W e n d a l l. RogerWendell.com Roger For Pup and Taco For Pup and Taco, yeah It's a cool like message board where people I don't know if it's a message board Or if people are sending them emails Of either customers or people that work there um, 
And there's people that posted pictures of themselves eating Puffin Taco mm. from like the 70s. Dude. It's a really it's a really cool website. That's cool. That's like the cool that's like before Wikipedia just became like the garbage site where we all grab information from. Um, all those little sites were were so so much better and well curated. Cliff I got a lot of stuff from Clifton's cafeteria from, from one of those old like sites. Like GeoCities. Yeah. yeah, man, it was weird. It was like somebody yeah. Somebody that had like broke down the history of the the Clinton family, the Clifford Clinton family, the oh, Clinton's yeah, yeah, cafeteria yeah. family. Not yeah, the, not Hillary. Yeah, I'll tell lock you what, her yeah. up. Bail. Yeah, yeah, no, but uh, so man, so okay, I so I chose Noggles. You chose Puppet Pup Taco, Taco. Yeah, just because of what I read, dude. Like, Dick, like we can go to Noggles. Thank, th- thankfully, um, and like I would, but it's like I would like to see what a Pup and Taco would be. Like I would like to see what that great, even though I don't like it what a grape slush would taste like at pup and taco and what their like their their taco would be and what their their hot dog would be i'm not really a hot well, dog you guy know, but it'd be fun yeah yeah well in this reality of like it being there are a noggles yeah i would choose pup and taco because it, you doesn't could, it doesn't exist doesn't exist yeah yeah so yeah but at the same time i think between the two even though noggles has ice cream i'm still taking pup and taco just specifically for what it's i read slushy. it seemed, it seems so cool with the way people were describing like the working conditions and how the family was cool and it's like just low key. It was probably to work for them more enjoyable than Noggles cuz he prison. had such or cuz yeah. he had such like a Who, I, I didn't read anything terrible about Noggles either. Oh, then maybe Everybody not. that yeah, yeah. everything that I read about that was like he was putting together a really solid team everywhere he went. Yeah, yeah. Well, he put a lot of thought behind all yeah. that. So, yeah, that's crazy, man. This has been such a cool episode and it's a trip man uh, yeah. i learned a lot from this episode yeah fuck not dude. as much as i learned from the next episode which is going to be about sambos if you don't know what <laughs> sambos is it's uh, we're not talking about the uh, derogatory term that was used uh, um, to belittle african or black americans uh we're talking about sambos the restaurant where you got sambos pancakes and tiger butter Wow, i'm yeah. so that's next week guys for it's the a, it's dead a series it's a fucking doozy and i'm so glad that uh <laughs> That I, 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 it changed it. Reading about Sambo's changed my thoughts and opinions about a lot of things in my life. I don't know if I'm ready for this. It's a lot. Dude. Oh my god. Yeah, Sambo's is not going to be your feel good episode, unfortunately. As uh, much as it's a feel good place for a lot of people that went there, yeah, including, I'm including myself. But I will say already, right now, as as we speak, this Sambo's is coming next week, and I will say that researching Sambo's. I took down the video that I made a long time ago at Sambo's, which showcased a lot of the last location, and I took it down. And I don't take down a lot of videos at all, but I took it down. And it was like one of the only videos that people really enjoyed that I did. Because I've been doing YouTube videos on and off for the last like seven years. And the, the previous iteration of my channel, I was going to places, American diners like Sambo's, and I was documenting what that looked like because... All of my favorite YouTubers, like Adam and shit, they all go to these places and document what that is at that moment in time. So, well, so we're gonna find out why you uh, did away with it, man. Well, yeah, you guys are in for a treat. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah I man. guess it's a treat if you're interested in some fucking. In guy we, we trust. trust.